Hi, it's Rainy G. I'm talking to you from the West Coast today instead of my backyard with all the birds and everything. But we're going to talk about changes today, what change means to people. <clears throat> because we were promised a few years ago, and some people fell for it, um, that hope and change was going to make their lives better, was going to make the world a better place. And then when all that hope and change went away very quickly, people retranslated that word into something bad. And, um, and, it, and, it, and it is, and it was bad. There was no hope in the kind of changes that we were given and are still being given right now. But what's happening with people because of all that hope and change is they're being torn apart inside. Their hearts are breaking or are broken. Their souls don't know where to go. They're lost. And their minds get very confused about everything because they go into survival mode. How will they survive if? And how are they going to survive still? And they have expectations about what they'd like to see, what they want to see, and we all have that. That's that's called dreaming. That's called looking to the future. That's called uh, being human, trying to see what's in front of you and, and really hoping for the best for you and those you love and all around you. It's hard to hope for our country at the moment because nobody can see the end. They have expectations, again, but they can't see the light. They can't see where anything is going to change for the better or even if the changes will happen soon enough or if they can all happen at all and uh, from change from thinking about it that way we have to go to faith um, having faith in ourselves first of all if you don't have faith in who you are and what you're capable of doing what your priorities are where your heart lies what your soul is asking you to do, then living through the changes that we're all living through becomes much harder. Whether that's a family going through changes or an employer going through changes, a, a, a state that's going through them, or a country, or the world. The world is changing, but it always was. It, it was never at a standstill. It was never the same from one day to the next regardless of what year, decade, or century you were in. It was changing constantly because energy does change. And our country has never, ever stayed the same. The only thing that was constant was the premise, the idea, the experiment that we started with. That being the Declaration of Independence from tyranny and taxation and the Constitution that told us as Americans what constituted our freedom here. That's what the Constitution is all about. And it caused a lot of changes. And, it, and unfortunately, that Constitution has been changed over and over and over again, always to favor those who want to change it completely. And we as Americans have allowed that to happen. And when you get down to the family level or the friend level or the lover level, the <clears throat> marriage level, whatever it is, those relationships are changing constantly and always were too. The difference now is, is that we are allowing all the outside forces, all the negativity, all of the stuff that we used to be able to keep out because we were so focused on 
on those relationships. We're allowing all of that to come in to our little circle of energy and disrupt it. Um, it's like a firestorm. It's like a tornado. It's like any kind of storm that really tosses and turns everything around upside down. The dust storms that are coming into Arizona and to Texas remind us of that, that <clears throat> in a moment we can't see. In a moment, all of that stirred up negativity, uh, whether it's by the wind or by our own, our own actions and thoughts, all of that stirred up activity will stop us from seeing, will keep our vision blocked. And when that vision is blocked, uh, even though the dust clears, we have so much in our eyes, so much that we keep seeing that we really can't see clearly. So what do you do? Close your eyes and run away? Well, that's a, a very nice thought, actually. When all these things are going on, I would like to do the same thing. I would like to close my eyes, turn my back, and walk away. And as a human, as a person, as the person I am, because I, I hurt so much in my heart for what's happening around me on all levels, that uh, I am the first to say, if I, probably, if I had the opportunity, which is why God hasn't given it to me, if I had the means, if I had the resources, I would take off to some isolated place someplace and, and never watch the news, never know what's going on, never watch or listen to anything except the vibrations of music and the world. And, and there are vibrations everywhere that help us to go through these things. And I keep them on almost constantly now. Um, because I need them. I need to harmonize with everything that's happening, not only to you and, and to our country and the world, but to my inner self, that part of me that knows that change will always happen, but will never... Um, oh, will never allow me to actually reach out and do what I have to do. Um, sorry about the interruption here. I thought I found the quietest place in the world, and that changed right away, didn't it? <laughs> and whatever we expect, I expect a total quiet and nice, a nice vibration around me, and of course I forgot to turn off the other vibration. But be that as it may, I use the music to harmonize me and, and bring me back into harmony with the good vibrations that we need to feel. The stuff that love is made of, the stuff that trust and, and vulnerability and open hearts are made of. Because when changes are bad, when our expectations are shot down, when, when all of our dreams seem to come crashing to the ground or blown away in the wind, that harmony is gone. We don't feel harmony with anything and therefore no harmony with anyone. I spoke to a, a young boy a couple of weeks ago who was asking me a lot of questions via um, email about where, if he was important, if he was special, where he was supposed to be in this world. Already he's asking these questions. And that he expected things to be differently. He expected perfection in his family and himself. He expected everything to be as everyone always told him it would be and never questioned it before. And now he is. And I tried to tell him, and I think he I think he heard me, that it was expectations that hurt us the most. Because instead of, I'm not saying live for the moment, like so many on the, on the uh, alternative ethereal side say you should do, just live for the moment. 
because you, you need your history and you need to have visions and dreams or you're really, you're really out of balance. You're just sitting in the middle stagnant then. But um, I told him that those expectations <clears throat> hurt us because we try to put everything into a box with them rather than just expecting the best, expecting us to do what we need to do regardless of what happens, expecting only our higher selves to come into play with whatever changes go on. Those are the right expectations. Expecting others to respond the way you want them to or need them to. Expecting your family to always be the way it was when you remembered it or perceived it at the age of 12 or 16 or 20 or 30 or 50. Expecting the love in your life to never change. Expecting to change them because you know you can. Expecting the world to always look the same. Um, we have seasons here in America. We have different seasons, and people will say, I'm out here in California, and they say, we don't have seasons. Yes, they do. They aren't as dramatic, um, and maybe that feeds into some of the passivity that people have, the, the laid-back attitudes, even the liberalism that they feel, because they don't have any radical change in front of them. So they try to cause the radical changes themselves. And, and we lose that way when we try to cause things, when we think we can control all the changes in the world, because we can't. And maybe control is the next word. If we have enough faith, why would we want to control anything? If you have faith in yourself and faith in that higher energy, that higher place that brought us here in the first place, that, that maintains us, that gave us Mother Earth, that gives us the sky, Father Sky, that gives us the, the, uh, the stars and the moon and and the life force in our body, if we have enough faith in that, then why would we need to control anything? Well, control is another double-sided, or double-edged sword, but a double-sided word. You need to control yourself in certain situations, and other times you should control nothing. Because if you try to control, it will come back at you. The more control you throw out there, the more you will be controlled. And, and eventually... Um, you have two or three or ten people trying to control each other and what you have is chaos and everything is out of control. So control is not really a word that we should even concentrate on. Empowerment is good. When you empower others to have faith in themselves, to believe in themselves, in all they can be, all they were meant to be, all they're here for. When you empower them to love themselves, to feel the strength within their hearts and their souls, to know that they're worth it, that they matter, that they're important, no matter what their lives are made up of now. What I told this young man was, of course you're important. Of course you're here for a reason. You may not know all the reasons right now. You may not ever know all the reasons because we stop. Once we start learning some of those, we, we kind of stop searching. And when we stop searching, we kind of shut down our souls and our reason for being, our destinies, our fates, and, and lock ourselves back, back into boxes. But we think that we know it all. You know, we're pretty wise now. But if you open that back up again, all those other things that are waiting for you are out there. It's just a matter of having that faith and understanding that you are the most important person in the world and that you need to love yourself enough to know that and when you do that when you look in the mirror and say I love you and you look at that person and say you're my best friend you're my only friend you're the only reason for me living you're telling your soul that 
and your soul just smiles back and your soul opens up and says okay now that you love me enough because you love you enough now that you love me enough to love yourself I'll show you love like you've never seen it I'll show you hope and change that you were really looking for I'll show you the world in a way that you've never looked at it I'll show you people reacting to you like they never have I'll give you all the love that you want as long as you keep giving you the love that you need I'll give you all the love that you want as long as you keep giving you all the love that you need and and then there's going to be changes there's going to be static there'll be all kinds of things that happen but but put it back down to the microcosm you have a best friend or a, or a spouse or a lover or whatever or a sister or brother whoever you're closest to and you know that you have total love for them that you're you're committed to them that you respect them um, that you believe in them and, and you're helping them to believe in themselves because of all those things in spite of that in spite of it all of those outside forces will come crashing down on you every minute of the day if you let them and try to destroy it we're in a good and evil place here we're fighting the big fight now the most good versus the worst evil and that evil will come up and destroy anything that feels like love anything um, or it will try to as long as you maintain that love of yourself and respect for yourself that self-esteem not cockiness not arrogance not anything that judges not any place that that not coming from any place that looks at someone else and, and thinks that they're not right or not good enough or not the same or whatever it is that you're doing but that place that says we're all different our bodies are all different bodies are just DNA okay uh, so everybody who worries about their body and what they're looking like and what they're wearing that's that's you know that's DNA and training that has nothing to do with your heart and your soul so as long as we come back to that place that says I I'm loving me and because I'm loving me and I'm respecting me I can't help but love and respect you I can't help it and if you really work at this if you try this if you put a sign up on your mirror that says I love you and then the next week put another one up that says I love you and respect you and then put another one up there that says I love you and respect you and trust you when you put those things out there and you say that to that person looking back at you in the mirror every single day you'll believe it and when you start believing your faith is complete and when you have that faith the changes in the world can happen all around you you will only react in a way that comes from love and when you react that way it changes the changes it changes them into a more positive state it moves them forward it gets rid of all the negativity the hatred the the anger the fear that is very prevalent in our whole entire world here so we're looking for changes again people are becoming hopeless they think that's not going to happen um, hopeless just means less hope it doesn't mean the end hopeless is less hope so if you have less hope how do you get more hope with love starting with you and with respect starting with you and then move that out to your family to your friends to your lovers your spouses to your country and then from there we go global 
and that's the real new world order. It's not control. It's not who's going to own who. It's not going to be who's going to control who. But it's it's the spread of understanding, love, that will come back and go out to everyone, and then no one will worry about who has what, how much of what, or will try to get more of whatever it is, except love. And you don't even have to try. You know, if you're really coming from your heart and your soul, you don't try to love anything or anybody. You don't have to try. You just do it. And the more you do it, the more you have. And the more you have, the more you do it. That's just the way it works. If you have to try, you're trying something that you shouldn't be doing. Because love doesn't come from trying. Love comes from way inside. And change doesn't come from trying. Change comes from either love or fear. Those are the only two emotions. My changes in my life are always going to come from love. I don't want to feel fear. I have tried not to allow it to be in my life. It'll always be there because it's the opposite. And you have to have the opposite to keep you moving. Sometimes when you think you don't love something or someone, as soon as you're fearful of that, you do. You all of a sudden do. So be a little fearful of the fact that you're not loving yourself enough or respecting yourself or your country or your flag or your... Your, even your hopes and dreams, if you're not respecting those, be a little fearful because then you put a little more energy into loving them more. And when you put that energy into loving, not trying to love, but putting the energy into what you already know, reminding yourself of all the things that you do love about you, about them, about our country, about the world, about whatever. When you remind yourself and you do that on a consistent basis, fear has to go away. And when fear goes away, there's no more negativity, there's no more anger, there's no more lost hope. You get hope and you get faith, you get trust. You come back to you, you come back to your heart, you come back to your soul. And that's what this country was built on. The heart and soul of people who just had a little bit of hope for change. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.